Welcome to another super fun PJ Party Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I have been loving my actual PJs, my first start off and say. Um, Because, um, as you may know, unfortunately, I don't wear pajamas to bed. Mm -mm. I'm a ginch guy. Um, just and and annoyingly too. Oh my god, my partners hate me. I'm sure because partners when I like yeah, over par- the, over the years. Oh, okay. I was like, I knew you had a roommate and a partner, but what has changed <laughs> since this quarantine? <laughs> Multiple partners. Let's talk about it. <laughs> my partners hate me. I'm sure because when it's bedtime for Paul Blasino, mm-hmm. that's it. I can't be asked to do anything else. I don't brush my teeth before bed. No, I know. Um, I don't, uh, if there's a mess that I've made elsewhere in the house, I don't tidy it. I'm not doing dishes from dinner. I's, nope, it's sleep time. So I rip the clothing off my body, mm-hmm. ginch only, and then I go, I put myself in my bed and I go straight to sleep. And that's, I'm so sorry, that's the way it is. And, and, and I, that's so annoying. And, and the, the clothes just go onto the ground next to the bed. Maybe they get dealt with, maybe they don't in the next week. Like, it's awful. Mm. I, I understand this is a horrible thing about me as a person and to live with. But I do like pajamas <laughs> when I get home. Second I get home, especially in COVID times, you know, you're supposed to be taking your clothes off because your clothes can be infected with COVID. And then I get into some comfy jammy clothes, and I love, especially the pants I have. They're like a, a comfy jammy jogger. Ooh. Oh, God. Around the house? It yeah. It's the loveliest. I've, so good. I've been finding that I need um, that sort of clothing right now. Because yeah. I have, like, my workout clothing, but that's always sweaty, and it's like I have, like, the minimum amount mm-hmm. because I just, like, you know, wash it instead of just buying more. Mm-hmm. And, I'm yeah, I'm finding that I need loungewear. Mm-hmm. And I think that everyone's doing that. They're, like, classing up their loungewear, like, their home attire. Because you're not going to wear jeans at home because you're not crazy. God, no. I mean, sometimes I do. I do love jeans. But um, I'm finding that I, I have a need for just lots of, like, cool-looking sweatpants. Yeah. Where I can feel good mm-hmm. and feel like, you know, I'm not just a lazy piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But also look kind of good, too. Yeah. For, yeah, the person I'm quarantined with or whatever, you know? That's the most unrealistic thing about most TV shows, I find, Mm -hmm. is that uh, everyone's wearing clothes. Like, what are you doing? In your house. Walking around in your house, fighting with your wife, raising your children hilariously, and everyone's wearing these jeans and sneakers. The sneakers thing is insane to me. I think down in the United States, a lot of people do actually wear sneakers in the house. Do you know that? Oh. That is so fucked. But like, I didn't think about it. I saw a tweet years ago being like, the you know, it's like people wearing pants in their house bumps me on every TV show. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. And it's always stylized too. Like they have a bunch of accessories. They're wearing a red lip. And you're like, what the, why are you doing that in your house? Yeah. It's a Sunday. It's a, what are you doing? People wear pants in their house. Do they? Okay. Are you like this Mm -hmm. where the way you look um, really affects your productivity and like the way you feel that day. Hmm. So if I don't get changed hmm. and I'm just staying in my pajamas all day or in my like underwear, whatever, you know, yeah, all day, I'm not going to get a lot done. Really? But if I put effort into my clothing, like right. yesterday I wasn't feeling good. <laughs> so I wore a blazer to work and I did my hair. Right. Because I was like, okay, it's business time. Really? I'm going to try and get through today. Right. And that's that's what I do. Or I'll, I'll throw on lipstick one day because I'm like, I feel like a bag of shit. I need to get through this day. And when I look good, yeah. I feel good. 
This is a difference between you and I because um, you take pride in the way you look outwardly. I don't know if I take pride in it. It's just like it's literally for myself. Like it, yeah. It's just like no, that's good. Yeah. Well, no, and, that, and that's all that I mean too. Like that's yeah. you. You do that. It does. It, it clearly has that effect on you. It's just like um, I could be having the most productive day of my life. I could be having the least productive day of my life. I'm generally wearing the same shit. Right. I I like. Um, I, I don't know if it's an on purpose thing or whatever, but I do not put that sort of energy into my clothing and look at don't get me wrong it's not i wouldn't even recommend this way of living because now i find it to go and like buy nice clothing or whatever that like that fits me and that is age appropriate and that's professional and all the rest of it Mm -hmm. i am crippled in that way i don't know how to do it i find it a baffling experience i hate spending the money on it all that Mm -hmm. stuff i've talked about this before like buying by embracing like a uniform way of life for work I have just absolutely uh, taken all of that uh, knowing knowledge, know-how, that muscle. I have atrophied it to how to properly dress myself in the world. And it's like, it's a struggle for me now to buy a shirt. Right. But I think that's a good thing that you're doing because, first of all, you're like not really supporting fast fashion, right? Yeah, that's If you have a few like good quality pieces of clothing that work for, you know, going to your work to hiking, then to going out to dinner and it's the same outfit and it just works all the way around, then you're saving money. You're saving, you know, uh, garbage going into the landfill as well. And like, that's a great way to do it. And it's easier. You don't have to think about things. If it's one less thing to think about during your day, like sweet yeah but if you take pride in like and you enjoy the creativity of like right oh i'm gonna mix and match things and it's almost like a puzzle like for me some days i'm like oh what can i make <laughs> yeah, today really? uh, like what outfit can i make out of what i have i do think you, it's fun wow do you enjoy that uh, sometimes sometimes i hate it like right. today i did not want to do that so i'm right, wearing leggings right. and a shirt and i'm don't give a shit right. um and a hat because i didn't want to do my hair <laughs> right the but then there's some days where i'm like yeah it's just like it's just a puzzle I find that very interesting. I, you know, because it reminds me of, and I think the reason why that at this point in my life I've evolved like this style and this, why I've done this is because, you know, for a long time I was with my was wife and she, every single morning that she worked, because she used to work jobs, now she owns her own business and it was less of a hassle to just, you know, work from home. But every single morning, the first thing I usually heard while laying in bed, was her anxiety and frustration of what am I going to wear today? Yeah. And she was very, um, like, I kind of learned the the basic standard um, is a uniform thing from her. Like, she didn't mix and match a lot of clothes. She had, like, staples mm-hmm. that she just went to again and again. But still, even mixing and matching those caused her no end of, like, anxiety to go to her office job. But she's, like, stylish, though. She's I very see stylish. her as like a like a fashion forward person. Yeah, she. I hope it's okay that I'm even talking about her in this way. But yes, and she used to work for fashion magazines, oh. and like I, th- I think that especially coming off of that, it was important to her or whatever. But that that frustration of like, what am I going to wear today? And I, even then, I was just like, I, I don't, I don't know. So do you yeah. have the equivalent of like just t-shirt jeans or like a professional? You know, like. Right. I, the, the the uniform the the business uniform do you have to really switch it up that much yeah and I remember that anxiety just seeping out of her every morning well it was, it was clearly awful. something that was important to her right because yeah. like she spent that much time going to school I think right she mm-hmm. went to school for fashion and and things like that yeah, like yeah. that 
was something that was huge in her life and when it wasn't coming easy it's like people like writer's block you yeah, know like yeah. that sort of frustration it's like this is how I present myself and I've put so much effort into this and like it does bring me joy when it's done well Yeah, and I can imagine that would be like a struggle every morning but so let me say when I say when I like say my thing about how I wear a uniform and how I just dress in staples and all that it comes from learning that from someone who was knowledgeable so again yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for everyone and i totally hear what you're saying about the creativity aspect of it but i learned that and i developed that with the help of someone who really knows fashion right so uh, hopefully i'm not just like a lazy bum who wears the same thing no i don't think i think that's good yeah Yeah, i think yeah if someone struggles with like like not knowing what to pick up from the store like Mm -hmm. that's a great thing that you should get into Mm -hmm. to find the things that actually work for you and then mix it up within that Yeah, yeah yeah and then people are like oh always looks sharp (laughs) <laughs> they won't notice. I hope. Yeah. Um. Other than that, this week has been actually like really hard for mm-hmm. me. I've had really good weeks. Um. I mean, like going into work has been really helpful, but it's also been really um challenging because it's not allowing me to like actually feel what's going on around me. Because yeah. there is that normalcy. Um. So I actually had a um. I know a lot of people have been going through similar things. Is I had a death in the family just last weekend, and I didn't like process that very well my emotions were just like all scattered and it was really hard for me to like take those emotions and organize them into feelings like and actually feel them Mm. so that was a weird thing to navigate this week so i did like take some days off uh, of the show because it hit me at random times Mm. and um i noticed that like my um reactions to things were so heightened Mm. in this past week so I would be quick to anger. I mean, you saw we got in a big fight. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then uh, I've been, yeah, quick to like crying randomly, mm. you know, and it's it's been really hard to navigate. But I know like a lot of people, yeah, have been going through death right now. And it's, it's hard because like for me, my situation was my aunt uh, got diagnosed with cancer a year ago, but it became terminal mm. right before it everyone was um, supposed to be self-isolating. Right. So uh, we didn't get to visit her and we didn't get to visit our family and like check in. Yeah. And that, that was really hard. Luckily, like it was uh, not luckily. I mean, like this kind of the silver lining where she was supposed to have four months, but it was quicker than that. Mm. Um, and she was paralyzed at that point too. So it was like, you know, she didn't have to wait in that you know isolation yeah. in that state for that long because yeah. that was really hard to think about and Can be a blessing. Could, I couldn't imagine yeah. what she was going through um, but yeah like for people who can't visit their their grandparents who are in assisted living homes and like yeah. people who are sick in the hospital for other reasons too um, you're not allowed to visit hospitals like that that really hit me this week and I think it's hitting everyone in different ways or you know, whatever someone's going through, just not being there with them is hard. I, I'm I'm so sorry that you're having to go through this, especially through this time. It's like this time is hard enough and it's an anxiety inducing enough. Um, but but the people who are losing loved ones right now are, are just in the worst possible position um, mm-hmm. because of, yeah, like when things are normal, that's all you want to do is be very close first with the person who you're going to lose and then with the people around you who are feeling that pain as well. Yeah. And it's so, like, that is fucking heartbreaking across the board for everybody. And no matter what your tradition is 
or, you know, from where in the world, like that's just a very common, very human thing. And, and that this horrible pandemic is like, has stripped that away from us, I think has got to be right up there. It's like the three prongs of this that are the worst, um, are obviously the deaths it is causing Mm -hmm. to the economic, um, implications it's having for everyone around the world, unfortunately, and their stability in life. And then number three is like this heartbreaking thing. Mm-hmm. I think it really is. Like it's been being, this, whole, this thing is being talked about a two-pronged uh, devastation, mm-hmm. those first two. But it, uh, that third one, I think, is so, it will be lastingly difficult for so many people. And I'm just so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like just hearing the stories of, you know, everyone who's going through something different, like, uh, frontline workers who can't see their families and haven't seen their families in, in months, you know, that, that in itself is really, really hard to think about. And I just like want people to remember that, you know, cause I have been feeling this last week too, people. And like, I, I'm, you know, guilty of this as well, where my, I'm quick to anger recently, Mm. but remember that whoever you're being angry towards is also going through a lot of shit right now. We're all going through a lot of shit. So if we can just, you know, be respectful of everyone's situation, because we have no idea what people are going through. Um, I don't know, just like be kind to one another. This is the time to do it. Like we need to support each other in this and not, and not get in fights on the internet and, and, Mm and point fingers at people who are just trying their best right now and just trying to get through it just as much as you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nice to say. I mean, and it's tough though, because when, when you're in it, when you're, you know, it's like, you can't see that no. is happening, you know, yeah. and, and everyone. So yeah, I think like the best, best though, is that you can later, if you can have that realization, just have patience with yourself too. you know, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up about anything. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, you're allowed to be like, ah, shoot, shouldn't have done that. I hopefully correct behavior, but yeah, don't don't beat yourself up and totally. don't beat others up too. Exactly. You know? Yeah, and like set boundaries for yourself too. Like if you yeah. need to take a day and do whatever, then do that. And number one is you right now. Yes. Just get through that. Whatever other priority, like work or you know other chores around the house creating things yeah. in quarantine feeling like you have everything to do but nothing to do at all yeah <laughs> just don't put that pressure on yourself like just get through it it's that's the, it um yeah it's the like put your own air mask on before you put anyone else's on right yeah exactly if you're passed out you can't help anybody else yeah so. well thank you for being so supportive of me this week paul i'm well. happy we're in a little partnership even though we got in a big fight <laughs> and thanks for yeah. being chill about that I'm so sorry that I clearly also was dropping balls and uh, not being as supportive as I should have been as a partner. But I know yesterday when we were fighting, I did have a moment of of being like, this is a marriage fight. This is like being in a marriage and I should chill out and I should back off because this isn't like a professional disagreement. This is very emotional right now. And yeah, yeah, I should take a step back. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, it took me a while to step back, but it's so weird. Hey? I know yeah. it's like well, that's just the way it is, though. Well, two people working together because we're like quarantined together, pretty much. Yeah. Like we are, we spend a lot of time together, and tensions are high, you know. But Jenny, just be thankful that you don't have to step over my clothes that I drop on the side of the bed all the oh time. My God! Oh, full you circle, brought it around. Naked sleeping ass every day. 
have to deal with that. Yeah, there's a lot of farting going on too. Anyways, um, thank you for sharing it and uh, love you. Really. Love you. And Thanks I'm, for listening. Yeah, and thank you for listening and um, take care of yourselves. And we don't know what the state of the pod is. We'll talk about this later, but like I'm off for two weeks. So hopefully there'll be stuff to put out for you. But if not, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, please enjoy today's pod. You rolled in a little late today. Yeah, um, so I still got my boots on. I just <laughs> literally walked in the door. Um, I'm very Mr. Rogers asking that I change my outdoor shoes to my indoor shoes. Right. But if I still got my boots on, that means I just got here. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so reason I'm late today is I just got off the phone with uh, my credit card company because, as I may have talked about before, I booked some travel back in January. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to New York in Toronto and Ooh. the uh, epicenters of this uh, crisis in our in North America. So obviously, not gonna. Yep, good call. Well, you can't. <laughs> yeah, no, literally can't. But I was waiting for some news like today, and it actually did come down today or this weekend, this um, this great article. Because if you're like me and you book travel and it's been canceled, very likely with the major airlines, you're being offered a voucher. Mm. Um, and I read this thing today that said, that's actually like, that's not really allowed or so much as like, uh, even on a non-refundable ticket, if that's what you bought, you can actually call your credit card. And talk to them because when they booked the flight, there was no mention of a voucher. There was no mention, even if it was not refundable, there was no mention of a, maybe you'll get a voucher back if this gets canceled. So if your airline canceled on you and you haven't accepted the voucher, call your credit card. Be prepared to wait on hold for two hours like I did. Oh, that's where that came in, yeah. And then um, depending on what you got, you might be able to file an insurance claim, and that's what I'm going to do. And it sounds like now instead of just the voucher, which expires in a year, right? which is like, that's bunk, hopefully now I'll get the actual value of the flights I booked back. Okay, that's good tip. So, yeah, if you're trying to get a refund on a flight, go through your credit card instead of the airline if you don't care for a voucher and you just want your money back. Great tip. Well, at least you, you know, came in with a little tip for everyone, some advice. (laughs) (laughs) Happy you're here. (laughs) If I actually get the money back, it'll really be worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Do not bring me the delicious baking. I had a difficult long weekend of eating. I've been so proud of myself. I I know that my, like, activity level is so much less. Mm -hmm. Okay. Than usual, so I've been eating really, I'm really tracking what I eat, keeping my calorie count low, right? Try not to give in to the snacks because I'm just more sedentary than usual, okay? Yeah. This long weekend, all three days, ate like a flipping maniac. Mm-hmm. Cheatster! Cheatster! <laughs> I had cheatster long weekend, <laughs> ate about a dozen eggs. Oh! Cadbury cream eggs! Oh, there it is. Thank you. Yeah, nice one. Um, Okay, insane, insane, yeah. insane. Well, and so, no, you've been baking like a wonderful can... Instagram model. Guess what? Do not bring it to me. <laughs> I've been baking like a wonderful Instagram model. Uh, yeah, I've been ba- I can't stop baking. What did you bake? I baked a pumpkin pie coffee cake. And Good Lord! Uh, banana chocolate chip cookies that I made in a waffle maker. What? And it is all butter and all sugar. And that's all I've been eating this weekend. Like, I haven't made a meal this weekend. I had some potatoes on the side of my pumpkin. (laughs) 
It's barely <laughs> better. It just turns to sugar in your liver. What? Yeah. How did the waffle iron cookies turn out? You know out? what? They're they're okay. I would prefer a cookie in the oven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a cool thing to try, but it I'm was so stoked it you're kind trying, of fell apart. When, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you have to cool it, but it just falls apart. Anyway. Oh. Thank you. I'll bring it in tomorrow for you. I know it's a lot nicer right now in Victoria, and it makes it really hard to want to stay at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, a meme was going around, and it says, if you're having a hard time staying at home, just shave off your eyebrows, and then you won't want to go out. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. So, I mean, if you are, you know, struggling, and you just keep on looking outside and be like, I need to be outside, just shave your eyebrows. Uh, But there was actually a couple who took that meme... um, True, truly, yeah, yeah. and they uh, decided to shave each other's eyebrows, and now they're staying inside. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Uh, they're from Kamloops, and uh, I, you know what was so great about it is like, yeah, that's kind of like a wild thing to do, but they said that it was one of the best days that they've had in quarantine, shaving each other's eyebrows, because it was just really funny. Lots but of we're, laughs. We're getting to the point where <laughs> we're shaving each other's eyebrows in our house to stay home. That's the point that we're at right now. Let me tell you, because I think the closest... That I can imagine the feeling of looking in the mirror and remembering. Because I have a mustache, mm-hmm. which I usually have on my face, right? And then sometimes I'll shave the mustache, and then I'll forget, and then I'll look in the mirror, and I'll be like, Bleh! Yeah. I'm surprised to see my non-mustached face. Yeah. Imagine that times meh, 50, 100 yeah. for the eyebrows. You would be shocked and terrified at your own face. Well, <laughs> I don't know about terrified, but it's it's just a fun, funny, oh. weird thing to to think about. But I think yeah, the difference between shaving your head, because mm-hmm. um, that takes like it, it's not like a facial feature, you know. Yes. Once it becomes a facial feature, like eyebrows, really like tell a lot about a face. Yes, that's when it becomes like, oh wow, this is kind of strange to look at. Um, and you know what's sad too is I don't even think like party stores where you could buy fake. Eyebrows <laughs> even are open right now. No. So, like, if you had to go out, you know, to do your weekly grocery shop, you couldn't even just plaster on. But I guess you could draw them on. Yeah, you could draw them on. Get real good at makeup, Sharpie. <laughs> Make sure to not be too angry yeah. when you draw them on. <laughs> no one likes angry brows. Tony's obsessed with asking me who I'd rather be in quarantine with, and she just keeps throwing out these hypotheticals at me. And they started reasonably enough, and we talked about our podcast. She's like, who would you rather be in quarantine with? Tiger King or Donald Trump? Oprah or Ellen? Like, yeah. these are fun. Now, who would you rather be in quarantine with? Um, Dr. Bonnie Henry yeah. or the love of your life? Trick question. I love Bonnie more than I could ever love anyone else. <laughs> Dr. Bonnie. Yep. That's the right answer. Okay. Who would you rather be in quarantine with? Yeah. A local raccoon or a ghost? John A. McDonald's ghost. <laughs> raccoon. 10 out of 10. Obviously. There you go. It's a fun game, isn't Ask it? Ask me the Dylan and Jason one. <laughs> Who would you rather be in quarantine with? Dylan or Dylan. Jason? <laughs> I swear. I went for tight loop walks in the neighborhood and I enjoyed the backyard. Mm -hmm. And do you know what level of sunshiny it was? This is a new one that I'm just noticing. If it gets real sunshiny, right, you can go out there in just a bathing suit. Oh. But it wasn't quite that sunshiny. So I had bathing suit trunks on, Mm -hmm. and then I was wearing a shirt, and then I'd be like, okay, it's warm enough, and so then I would lift my shirt up to my neck, and then I would like splay out and get a little sun on my tummy and then the breeze would come through and it would get chilly again and I would put the shirt back down I'm sure your neighbors love you yeah well, it's like a fun, a fun backyard to watch <laughs> <laughs> he's so- lifting up his shirt again oh he's putting it back down 
Must be windy out. Must be a little breezy. How do you tell how windy it is in Victoria? You go to Paul's backyard. Okay. Now, this past weekend was, you know, supposed to be one of the busiest traveling days for residents in BC because Easter is usually super, super busy, especially at BC Ferries. But um, hearing uh, Art's report a little earlier uh, with his COVID-19 update, it looks like we actually did a really good job. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ridership on BC Ferries was down 92%. So I know it seemed like it was at capacity. It was, but it was 50% capacity, right? So So I want to... I'll admit this weekend yeah. I was part of the online mob that got upset about people riding ferries mm-hmm. because I think I don't I don't want to like point fingers at media or whatever but I think someone heard it was at full capacity yeah and then somebody saw an Alberta license plate and that was it off yeah. and running and everyone was so upset but then I was thinking about it so I did like an angry tweet on Saturday or whatever I was like prepare for an Easter surge everyone these selfish ding dongs are ruining it for the rest of us oh I got mad I was upset then I think it was yesterday I was doing some math right mm-hmm. after Dr. Bonnie was just like hey let's not be mad everybody I did some math I was like Usually the ferries for Easter weekend get twice as many sailings. Mm-hmm. They have scaled back half as much as they do any other time. So even that quick math tells you that maxing out, there was a quarter of the amount of people on the ferries. Mm-hmm. That's good. For for Art to come in here and say that on select services, actually, the ridership was down 92% from last Easter. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I should calm down. Yeah. And, you know, BC Ferries, they are, they did mention that, like, right now they're just looking for essential travelers only. And this is a a busy weekend, too, for students as well, because, you know, classes are wrapping up. People need to move and things like that, too. It is just like a highway on water. And it is still a service that people need. I think this comes down to, though, everyone wants to yell at everyone else right now. Mm -hmm. And I fell into it as well. And I generally don't do that. I don't be negative like that online because what's the point but also because it's like it's usually not worth getting upset about but everyone wants to you know go to a park and then be mad that there's other people at the park yeah go to the beach and be like look at all the people here dude it's like i saw a video today like look at all the people filming that are sitting on kitt's beach over in vancouver dude you're there as well yeah exactly so what are you mad about well i think it is coming from a place of fear right everyone's really scared they want it to be over and it's frustrating you know seeing people do things that you wouldn't necessarily do but like just remember that everyone's in the same boat right now let's be nice to each other especially on the internet (laughs) especially yes 100 percent. it's like everyone loves you know like uh calling out rule breakers when they feel put out by following the rules and i get that but Everyone just let's mind our own business right mm-hmm. now. That's really the best thing to do. Just had a big sneeze. Did you see that? Yeah. Just had a big sneeze. It's allergies, man. That's it. I know. Yesterday I was really feeling it. I went outside and I was like, am I getting a cold? Like I have full on snuffles. Snuffles? Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus in my nose oh, and my think eyes. You swore in that. <laughs> I don't know if I did. Uh, let's not roll Play back. The tape after. Okay, no, we're just gonna keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> that was a scientific term. Um, yeah, eyes were itching, watering, sneezing so much. Once I got inside, I was like, "Oh, I feel better." I know. <laughs> I it's like, um, yeah, I woke up this morning just completely stuffed, and uh, you know, do you ever do that thing where like? One nostril will be totally clogged and the other one's totally free. Yeah. So then you lay on your side and then you dr- <laughs> like you drain it halfway and then you're able to 
blow it up. Anyways, and then the sneezing. So look at everyone. Hey, uh, this is when the being cognizant of your driplets and droplets yeah. becomes very, very important. And that recommendation of sneezing into your uh, Arm. elbow pit yeah. becomes very important because guess what? I could be crawling with COVID right now. You don't know. Why do we sit two meters away from each other? Well, there's a few we reasons. Don't smell? <laughs> it's because of the COVID. Because we have to assume that we're just crawling with COVID. Mm-hmm. And so especially now, times that you're, you're, the COVID could be in your droplets with your allergies. You're going to yeah. make you sneeze. You got to be really extra careful. Yeah. I got to get me one of those masks. Right? Mm-hmm. I know. So uh, it's been nice to kind of see how people are getting creative in order to stay active. Uh, There is a trend right now for marathon runners where they're challenging um, each other to do marathons in the space that they are quarantining in. Yeah, which sounds wild. Um, But yeah, so people are are posting that they're doing like, yeah, 26, what is it? 26 miles uh, just back and forth in their driveway. Or uh, this one person has like... um, about like eight meter long apartment and he just runs back and forth for 26 miles. Oh my God. Someone in France That's, did it on their balcony. On, wait a minute. Wait, balcony? Yeah, their balcony just back and forth, which I mean, sounds terrible, but I mean, they're in, enjoying it as best as they can. <laughs> Yeah, people are making makeshift oh marathons. And what I what I love about it, too, is that, you know, those apps that track where you run and they like fill in the areas that you run. Yeah. Um, they're just showing their apps and it's just a mess of red in a circle over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. I remember doing wind sprints as a kid yeah. in like hockey practice or whatever. This the the eight meters. That's going to be so bad. If you're going to divide that by 26 miles or the length of a marathon, yeah. that's going to be so bad for your knees or your joints. The constant, like, Back. never mind the running, it's the, the turning around and the pivoting, isn't it? Isn't uh, that extra, so much extra strain? I would think so. Also, I would get dizzy from doing that. Yes. But I was thinking, like, is that better than a treadmill? Running in the same spot for hours on end? I've never been a fan of the There's treadmill. No really? Than There's running no back way. and forth? I don't know. What if that was better? Then why wouldn't when you go to the gym they'd be like, "Well, here's a uh, eight meter room. Just uh, just go back and forth. Uh, we can't afford treadmills. Just go back and forth." It seems silly to me. It seems extra silly to me because health officials have been saying you can go outside and as long as you're two meters away from everybody, go for a run or a walk. Well, we're talking about like places like yeah, France and, and Italy and things like that too, like right? Big Where they were like really locked down. Like we we have oh. some freedom here in BC because we're doing an okay job, and you know it hasn't gotten too bad. Knock on wood, you know. So that's the thing. But I do I do feel for the people in these apartments uh, who are below them. Just hearing the back and forth running for hours on end. (laughs) This is a real story. Okay. You know who's great at music? Kanye West. Okay. You know what maybe he's not so good at is uh, talking anymore because (laughs) he has decided. He's in an interview in GQ magazine. He said, this is real. I think words are one of our lowest forms of communication. Music, sound, food, dancing are nonverbal forms of communication. Okay. We get so wrapped up into words, we got to make things that are speechless. We have to make things that leave people speechless. Okay. I mean, I think words are also very important. Nah. Maybe he nah. should focus on those a little bit more. 
So what does he do? So he beeps at people now. West reveals he's been replacing human sounds with beeps. The greatest freedom is to challenge the vernacular, he continued, or add something to the vernacular. Um, like Morse code kind of thing? I started communicating in, like, beep sounds, you know. The, so. What? I, well, you know. <laughs> listen, Jen. Okay. You and I, uh, after working together so closely and for so long, uh, sometimes I make some beeps and boops, and you seem to know what I'm talking about. I feel like we're at the point where you don't even need to say anything, and we can communicate just by looking at each other or beeping or, you know, making a certain face. Or we just know. All right, so what if I made uh, this noise? Oh, yeah, you had chicken last night. Yeah. Yeah. And what if I make this face? Oh, I know that one. Yeah. You saw a sassy, saucy photo on the internet. That's right. And what if I say this one? You made a oopsie. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, maybe he's onto something then. <laughs> so over the last few weeks, I've been talking about the WWE and how I, how I, much I, fun it is to watch them. Were continue. you a fan before? Uh, I mean, I always thought it was funny. Like, I used to yeah. watch, like, the WWE as a kid, but I never, like, followed it. But yeah. if I happened to fall upon some clips on YouTube, then I would... It brings me joy. Really? That kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's so funny. Oh, my God. Okay, I put a pin in that, but all right, go and on. Then, and then also, yeah, going to wrestling matches live is just... It's some of the most fun you could ever have. Just I know the you... screaming and the yeah. theatrics. I just love it. You like to go to that one in Langford that happens, right? What's that oh, called? Oh, yeah. Um, well, it's it's at the Langford Legion, but it's right. Vancouver Island Pro Wrestling League. They're That's great. Right. Um, okay, so the WWE has been um, claimed as an, an essential service in Florida. <laughs> so they've been continuing doing the sporting events just without an audience, and then and adding like social distancing into some of their like matches like they'll fight the invisible man or they'll like keep two <laughs> meters apart and like handshake from across the ring like it's yes. really funny to watch um but some bad news a bunch of like the superstars from the wwe writers producers a whole bunch of them just got let go no. because yeah financially obviously there's no butts in the seat so they're not getting any money right um so unfortunately they just had to make a, make a huge let go um uh, there's a big list of names but um and they're they're saying that it might be temporary but it might not they're they're experiencing a huge loss which is just too bad because they were holding on for dear life that is too bad. Uh, you, I mean, it's, you hate to see it in any um, uh, industry or sporting or whatever across. But like yeah. for WWE, who had been being so creative with it, I know yeah. that that brought you so much joy when you first saw it. Yeah, it's too bad. But this is not forever, right? Yeah, I would hope not. Yeah, they're saying it could be. It, it's likely temporary, but yeah. we don't know how this is gonna pan out, right? Okay. Well, now that I know that you're such a big wrestling okay, fan. Okay, I'm not a big fan. Okay, but I do Jenny's think a wrestling fan, everyone. Bring her your old action figures of Jake the Snake and bring her your old-timey this, like replica belts, wrestling belts. Um, we got to watch some like golden age clips. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, when I was like a pre-teen or like young teen, this was the perfect age of wrestling mm-hmm. for me as a person, but it was also the best time. The Rock, mm-hmm. Stone Cold, mm-hmm. Triple H, the gold, that's the golden age. What do they call it? Attitude era. <laughs> oh my god, we were just talking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, f- yeah, this is okay. CBS Sports, I guess I can probably trust that, but I'm just like seeing these news articles now. I'm trying to like really track down if this is true. But apparently, in the States, Donald Trump has asked Dana White 
from the UFC mm-hmm. and Vince McMahon to the advisory group to help restart the U.S. economy. What? I mean, number one, it's on brand. Yeah. Trump, Trump was in wrestling before he was president. Do you remember that? He was in wrestling? What do you mean? Like, he appeared on... Raw oh, or whatever, okay. and like was on it and pretended to pee, beat somebody up. Oh, okay. Wow. I'll show you that clip next. Okay, but so it, it makes sense, and I guess that those guys are like big timey businessmen who mm-hmm. know how to. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not surprised wild. by that. <laughs> An interesting note from the United States top infectious disease expert. Uh, he was asked about resuming sports this summer. He said there is a way to do that because he was asked about the abbreviated baseball season and the start of the football season. He says it would mean nobody comes to the stadium. Okay, we talked about this a month ago when they first shut down the NBA. And I said, what's the big deal if you tested every single person who's going to play every single player? That'd be part of it, yeah. Okay, and make sure everyone is healthy out there, doesn't have COVID. And then no one came and you played in an empty stadium you could have the games and then at least you could watch them on TV. You said that that's outrageous and they couldn't do it. I said it was outrageous because I didn't want to see that. I, I, I didn't want to right. watch a game. I didn't think it was the same without the we, crowd. And we weren't at that point where the whole season was canceled yet at that point, right? That is so true like, as well. I am hopeful. Is that, that what it was, really? A little bit, but you know what? I've kind of taken a step back from that and thought about all the jobs that it creates, right? Yeah. So, you know, the people yeah. behind the scenes. So I'm like, maybe something is better than nothing. That's true, because you wouldn't get all the jobs back. Obviously, like anyone who works in, a, in an arena, no. like, you know, serving food or cleaning or whatever, they wouldn't. But, but, where, but like all the people, certainly in the media side of it. And working behind the scenes for the team and stuff like that, yeah. team personnel. But like we're seeing with the WWE right now is they just had to lay off a whole bunch of people because they're not getting that money flow from the audience, yeah. right? So they're only based on what advertising money. Right. And there's not a lot of advertising right now, so... I don't know if it would be feasible for them or even worth it for them to go forward with the season. I saw you on Twitter last night even say, like, would you feel comfortable without a vaccine going to an arena with seven to 20,000 people in it? Obviously not. Obviously not. No. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live two to six weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. I'm Jenny. I'm Crystal. I'm Lindsay. And we are on the break. You could be on the rag, too, with us if you listen to the podcast, which you can mm-hmm. find at thezone.fm slash podcast, also on Spotify. I like to talk <laughs> about things that people feel, for some reason, uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have you brought up a vagina to a friend this week? Do you have nipple hair? Yep. All about your periods. Make yeah. them uncomfortable comfortable i bleed a lot i have a copper iud you can learn about your body our bodies other sexual health related things we bring in experts because i don't know anything actually (laughs) 